the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. TC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden's nominee to head up the FDA, facing opposition from a key Democrat, Greg Clugston has more. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin opposes Robert Califf's nomination to be the next FDA commissioner and is calling for a change in the culture at the FDA. Califf previously served at the FDA in the Obama administration, and the White House is confident in the president's nominee. We feel he's a qualified uh, person who has the exact experience for this moment. Manchin, who also has opposed key parts of the president's economic agenda, says Califf's significant ties to the pharmaceutical industry take us backwards, not forward. Greg Clugston. Washington. Disturbing news study. It says as many as 160,000 active duty U.S. military members are having trouble feeding their families. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The president of the Southern Baptist Seminary sues over vaccine mandates. The way that the Biden administration has chosen is a direct subversion of religious liberty. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The best hour of weekend talk radio is coming up next year in the Patriot. That's the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker. Stick with us. We got a great show on the way, but first let's update your forecast. Looks like we're heading down to 25 tonight. We could see some snow overnight, a wintry mix to start Monday, mostly cloudy for Monday and about 37 for the high. We're back right around 50 on Tuesday. That is your forecast on the Patriot. The fourth annual Christmas Mortgage Miracle is brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. It's a cinch, it's a no brainer. Sign up daily to win at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. 
Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic. Which arm? Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust. Aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. Soaking up the sun in Fiji. Walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis. Or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? It means we're going to try to get through the show with uh, little or no voice. Yes, indeed. So listen carefully, because you'll need to. I'm Andrew Parker, and this is the Victory Hour. Every Sunday at this hour, uh, you get the best hour in radio of the week. We talk politics, Israel, and the law each Sunday. This Sunday will be no different. As uh, we hope to be joined today by Minnesota Republican Party Chair David Hahn and talk about the agenda of the Republican Party going forward into 2022 and 2024. And as we talk about it, you know, it's a battle. That's what it is. Uh, And at this point, with the country so evenly divided, it is inch by inch, foot by foot, yard by yard battle, or whatever territory we can, we can, we can gain. 
And with the Senate evenly divided in Washington and the House nearly evenly divided, the election coming up in 2022 is critical. Uh, Just over a month ago, David Hahn was elected as Republican Party chair. And uh, we're going to talk to him about some of his goals and objectives. And we may ask him, what is our aim? Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. Indeed. It is about victory, and the road may be difficult, no doubt. Uh, In fact, Republicans have not won a statewide election since 2006 here in the state of Minnesota. Think about it. Uh, 2006, 15 going on 16 years. No statewide Republican candidate has won for office. So we'll see what uh, David Hahn has to say about that. I'll tell you, if you're on the radio, don't go to a George Strait concert the night before. It's just simply not a good idea. All right? I mean, listen. This concert last night was phenomenal. The King, live, he's 69 years old, and uh, also had Little Big Town and Chris Stapleton, nothing shabby there. Two great country groups, artists, <clears throat> indeed. Uh, but the King, the King was just phenomenal. And he, he the show... The show started at 5 o'clock. The music started probably around 5.15. It did not end until 11.45. You know what I'm saying? 5.15 to 11.45, and it was, it was just outstanding. So you have to give me a little space for my voice uh, to come back, but that is the reason. That is... Uh, what uh, what I'm faced with. We're going to talk to uh, the chair of the Republican Party about uh, the mission, kind of the, the, the primary responsibility of a party in party politics in a state. And many of you have a sense of it, but you may not really have the details of it. And I think that discussion is going to be educational. Where has the party been? Where does the chair want to take the party? Uh, how, does re- how do the recent special elections that have occurred and the election out in, for example, the off-year election out in Virginia for governor, we're all familiar with, how does that affect the prospects for Republicans here in 2022 and 2024? We're going to talk Also, some redistricting, important. And we're going to talk about the the party agenda, uh, as I mentioned. Listen, not just the congressional races and the U.S. Senate races that are going to be 
occurring across the country in 2022. And then the presidential as well as other races in 2024. But the state legislative races here in Minnesota, the only legislature in the country that is divided, Republican-Democrat, with the Democrats controlling the House of Representatives and the Republicans having a narrow majority in the state Senate. So redistricting is critical. We're going to talk about the chair with the chair about uh, state legislative races as well. Next week on the Victory Hour, and jot this down with your number two pencil and your yellow pad. Uh, we're going to add, talk law and order. The next two weeks, in fact, we're going to talk law and order. On the Victory Hour, we're going to have uh, the candidate running for Hennepin County Sheriff against the incumbent. The uh, challenger will be Jay Hansen. He will be on the show next Sunday. We're going to talk, as I say, law and order with Hennepin County Sheriff candidate Jay Hansen. And he'll be running against... Our guest the following week, November 28th, will be on the Victory Hour. Current Hennepin County Sheriff and incumbent, Dave Hutchinson, Hutch, will be on the show on November 28th. So you're going to have the opportunity to hear both candidates for Hennepin County Sheriff. And we're going to talk about their view of the law and order platform, or lack thereof, in Minneapolis, in Hennepin County, at large. And boy, has that been a hot-button issue over the last couple of years. And who we select as sheriff is going to have a great impact on public safety, on law and order, on messaging that goes out and affects the behavior of those who follow the law, but more so of those who do not follow the law. And deterrence and messaging is, no doubt, very important. Uh, We hope in uh, December to have on the show, we will have on the show, uh, Ryan Winkler, current majority leader in the House of Representatives, here in the state of Minnesota, and and it looks like he has thrown his hat in the ring for Hennepin County Attorney uh, to run with, uh, I believe, Mike Freeman resigning or retiring from that position. So Ryan Winkler is one of several who's going to run for that, and I think he may have the inside track. He's a Democrat, as you all know, as House Majority Leader. We're going to try to get Tina Smith on the show as well in uh, December. So jot that down. Next two weeks, Law & Order. Be with us then. But for now, stay tuned as uh, in a few minutes we hope to have uh, the Republican Party Chair David Hahn with us. And in the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. ParkerDK.com where you'll... See what is often referred to as an award-winning website and 
Take a listen to a few of our uh, advertisers as we go into break. In particular, My Pillow. They've got some of the best offers ever in company history. Some great gifts for the holidays. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. How about this my pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Amarillo by morning Up from San Antonio you know, I, I, 
shouldn't be singing normally, but today, for sure, I shouldn't. My God. Uh, after seeing this great man, the, the king of country, as he is called, and many call him the goat, uh, George Strait last time, I couldn't help myself. I had, to, had to chime in. This is Andrew Parker, and you're listening to the Victory Hour. We talk politics, Israel, and the law each week. You normally might have a bit more dulcet tones from yours truly, but not this week. But I will tell you what you do normally have and you do have this week, and that is an excellent guest to keep us in the know on current issues, policy issues, and matters, and and timely issues, and we do once again this week. And as promised, Minnesota Republican Party Chair uh, David Hahn has joined us. Uh, David represented uh, the uh, state Senate district out in Eden Prairie from 03 to 2017. In fact, uh, during a portion of that time, was minority leader in the Minnesota Senate. He is an, uh, uh, an Army veteran. Uh, himself. We thank him for his service, not just in the Minnesota State Senate, but certainly uh, in the military uh, as well. And and he has really become a great uh, leader on conservative principles here in the state of Minnesota. He was recently elected just a few weeks ago in very, I, I think it was the uh, first few days of October, as the new Republican Party chair for the state of Minnesota as we head into the 2022 and 2024 uh, elections. David, thank you so much for joining us on the Victory Hour today. Glad to be with you. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. David, you know, I want to first start with uh, maybe you can educate our listeners a bit more. Many have an understanding. They're certainly aware of the Republican Party. Uh, itself and the apparatus generally, but talk a little bit about the mission of a political party, the Republican Party in particular, uh, that is getting Republicans elected, and what the party's primary responsibility is and the goal and focus of the party in achieving its objectives. Sure. I I think it's important to recognize that political parties... uh, I think they're important. Uh, They have a a particular mission. And when I've been out talking to the members of our party at various events the last two, three weeks since I've been chairman is to remind our members that uh, political parties exist for the primary purpose of uh, advancing uh, a political, uh, some political ideas. That's really what parties are. They're people who've committed to uh, certain ideas, and they are looking to uh, find ways to, to make sure that, that, that we have the opportunity to govern by those ideas. And the Republican Party has a distinct uh, history with uh, principles that are consistent with the principles of our founding. They're very different than the Democrat Party principles. And so our job, number one, is to make sure that people understand what those ideas are, what those principles of small R Republican governance are, and why the Republican Party represents those things, and then to find candidates, endorse and elect candidates who um, represent those ideas and uh, are in a position to uh, govern accordingly. So 
our mission as a party is to uh, have a message, send the message out about what these principles are, and secondly, to elect people to represent those ideas. And that's really what we're about. And where has the party been in achieving those goals? What, how, how have we been doing over the last uh, couple of uh, decades? And, and what do you see in terms of a vision now taking over the party in terms of how you want to steer it? Well, I think our, our record as a political movement has been a little mixed. We, we've, uh, in the last uh, decade or so, we've, we've done pretty well with bringing some uh, success to uh, legislative governance. Uh, you know, when, when, the, when the law was changed back in 1972, before that, the legislative races, state senate, state representative, were nonpartisan. People ran as conservatives or liberals, and that's how they caucused. And then in 1972, that was changed, so that at that point, People ran as Republicans or Democrats, and after 1972, Democrats really dominated, uh, particularly the state Senate. And it wasn't until 2010 that kind of uh, by almost by accident, Republicans gained the majority in 2010, which was the first time in 40 years. Uh, then in 2012, we went right back in the minority. Then 2016, we went, Republicans went into the majority in the Senate and have stayed in the majority since. The House has gone back and forth, and Republican and Democrat. But as far as statewide office, especially governors, uh, it's been a, a pretty long period of time since we've been successful. We elected um, Tim Plenty to be governor in 2002 and again in 2006. Uh, in both cases, there were strong third-party candidates that arguably uh, took votes from the Democrat candidate that allowed uh, plenty to prevail. So he won two terms as governor. Uh, in both cases, he received less than 50% of the vote. So the last time we had a Republican gain 50% of the vote in the gubernatorial election probably was uh, Arnie Carlson. And if you think back to when was the last time we had Republicans uh, in the governor's office and uh, majorities in the House and the Senate, it probably would have to be back in the 60s at some point. So it's been uh, kind of a mixed record recently. We've been uh, had some success at the legislative uh, in the legislative races, but less so in statewide, and even less so from the standpoint of being able to govern. Now, if you look at the history of Minnesota, going back to 1858 when we, we became a state, the majority of the governors in Minnesota have been Republican. By it's not even close, but in that, that that really goes back to you know the early part of the state, and it wasn't up until uh, the late fifties, sixties that that began to change, and the Democrats really began to dominate. You know that's uh, an interesting statistic regarding the number of governors since Minnesota became a state. Uh, what what are your plans in order to turn? some of the more recent results around? What, what sort of things are you uh, considering or you think might make a difference that you can uh, share with us now as uh, the new Republican Party chair? Well, I think the first thing that we need to do as a political movement, political party, is to be honest and recognize that 
the brutal facts are we haven't been very successful at winning a governor's race. And that's been true for a long time. And I've been involved with the Republican Party for a while, mostly as a person in elected office uh, in the Senate. Um, but the, the recollection that I have is that in most cases, uh, as we've campaigned for governors, uh, it, the strategy has been to focus on uh, gaining a real strong majority in the outstate vote with the thought that that would offset the inability to gain votes in the metro area. So, in effect, campaigns for governor have kind of conceded that we're not going to do well, and so there just hasn't been a big effort to, to be successful in the metro area. Um, I think that's a mistake, and the proof is that we haven't won for a long time, and even when we did win, we didn't win with the majority. So what I've been talking about with our members is that uh, we need to rethink that. I mean, how long does it take before you recognize and admit that a strategy you pursued for, for a long time uh, isn't working and that you're willing to make a change? So as we go into next year, uh, one of the things we are going to do is we are going to make a very strong effort to uh, talk to listen to people in the 4th and 5th and the 3rd congressional districts, which are the metro districts, and try to gain a larger percentage of the vote. And our candidates, I'm going to insist our statewide candidates do that. Not just show up for a photo op here and there, but to really um, go to those areas of the state that we have traditionally kind of ignored, meet with people, talk to them, listen to them, and help them to understand why Republican principles are better than the Democrat principles. And I think we've got a great opportunity to do that, given the object lesson we've seen in Minneapolis as Democrats have governed for, what, 50 years uh, at all levels, uh, city council, park board, school board, mayor, state rep, state senate, uh, Congress, everybody elected in Minneapolis for the last, whatever, decades, but the Democrats and the policies they've adopted reflect the decisions that those politicians have made. And we see the kind of chaos and ineffectiveness and abandonment of fundamental core principles of sound government by Democrats. And so the door is wide open for our candidates to, to make the case that there is a better way to do this. But we can only make that case if we go and we try. So... You know, and it's interesting that you that you say that because um, it is you know setting aside the, you know Donald Trump whether you like him or don't like him uh, as a Republican or or a Democrat. Of course, all the Democrats don't like him, but uh, setting that aside, his uh, strategy that everyone poo pooed and thought ah, that'll never work was to go directly to minority communities, go directly to persons of color and talk to them about how they have been sold out by the Democratic Party and Democratic candidates and all the promises and and uh, and pablum that they have been uh, fed over the many decades. And Republicans, not just Trump, but Trump certainly did well with that. But Republicans since the last several few elections we've seen have done well with that. And it may well happen. Uh, in uh, Minneapolis and surrounding areas where uh, the percentage of persons of color in those areas 
uh, are are larger. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think Trump did a lot. Uh, he made an appeal. He basically said, "Look, how's that been working out for you?" And give us a try. And and people did, and he did pretty well. Now, unfortunately, that was offset, unfortunately, by a lot of antipathy from suburban voters, uh, uh, particularly women who really couldn't bring themselves to vote for Trump. But but clearly, he got very very close. Uh, in uh, 2016 to winning the state. And so he, he certainly made headway. But, but I think if you look at the, the elections in the last uh, week or so, Virginia and New Jersey, but especially in Virginia where Republicans won, and this was a state that, that Joe Biden had carried by 10 percentage points a year ago mm-hmm. and has been pretty solidly Democrat for quite some time. And they had Terry McAuliffe, a very prominent, well-known Democrat, former governor, uh, really a big profile. Everybody knows who Terry McAuliffe is running as a Democrat candidate, and he loses. And if you look at some of the data that came out of that election, uh, it's remarkable. Uh, Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, carried the Hispanic vote 55 to 44 percent. He carried 13 percent of the black vote, which... Granted, it's not a majority, but it is uh, more than what Republicans typically get. And he carried the majority in uh, on, on issues like education. So it tells us that it's possible to campaign on those kinds of issues, make the case to people that the demographics that we typically avoid, and we can win. And frankly, if Republicans can win in Virginia, we can win here in Minnesota. Strong message. And I think correct message. Uh, People usually vote based on self-interest. What sort of platform or policy is consistent with their philosophy, their values, and what's good for them? And Republican policies and conservative values are good for minority communities. The poor and the middle class, for example, are hurt most by rent control. Just one minor example, just, you know, and and it was pushed by the Democrats, hurts the poor and the middle class, and uh, the Republicans need to make that known. And they will, under uh, new leadership, Republican Party Chair David Hahn, who will stay with us on the other side of this short break. You stay with us. As well as we'll be right back. In the meantime, go to parkerdk.com. AM1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. 
After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Maybe this is you too. A lot of people do not like their health plan right now and they're worried they're stuck with it. One that costs too much or doesn't meet their needs or for whatever reason, they're just not happy with it. If that is you, some great news. There really is another choice. It's called MediShare and it's such a great option, especially if you're self-employed, changing jobs or part of the gig economy. Here's what you get when you switch to MediShare. First, huge savings. The typical family saves $500 a month You also get a massive doctor network, or you can just use the doctor of your choice, or MediShare's free 24-7 telehealth option. And you get to be part of something you can believe in. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. No wonder MediShare gets double the customer satisfaction ratings compared with typical health insurance. So no, you are not stuck. You've got a great alternative. Call now. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear, all best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right, VICTORY for 66% off. God and country music Like whiskey and a prayer Like Johnny Cash's arm Round Billy Graham Like Johnny Cash's arm Round Billy Graham God and country mm. music They both what never a picture. really change Beautiful you find them when That's you George Strait This is Andrew Parker And you're listening to the Victory Hour Every week Politics, Israel, and the law this week, no different. Uh, but more than that, much more than that, I want you all to make sure that you are jotting this down. Because I want to make sure that you get the best gifts for your loved ones in the upcoming holiday season. And pillows are the best. Why? Because sleep's critical. It's critical to life. So go to MyPillow.com and order today your regular queen-size, king-size pillow, as you heard. Lowest prices ever. Less than 20 bucks for the regular. Five bucks more for each of the others. 
And we're talking they you you know they were uh, what seventy eighty and ninety dollars. I mean it's 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 unbelievable. Use the offer code victory. All right, we're talking to David Hahn, Republican Party chair, and that is an important position as we come into a critical election in twenty twenty two. Why is it critical? Well, first off. Minnesota is gettable on a national level. That would be for 2024. But setting it up in 2022 is very important. That means the governor's race. That means the, the legislative races. That means the congressional races. All occurring in 2022. All state legislative seats and state constitutional officer seats will be on the ballot in 2022. David Hahn comes into his chairmanship at a critical time. It will tell the tale of whether Minnesota is real, a real possibility for the red team uh, in 2024 or not. Again, as he talked about on the other side of the break, Republicans have not done well in statewide elections. And frankly, generally speaking, other than recently, and they have a narrow margin in the state Senate, have not done well in state legislative races either. Let's talk about the all-important ground rules that are laid for legislative races, and that is who gets to vote in which district, meaning redistricting. The lines are drawn anew each 10 years. Uh, around uh, two years after the decade change. So back when I worked for the Republican Party in the early 1980s, I worked on redistricting in 1982 with party chair at the time, Bill Morris. I'm familiar with redistricting, and it is a critical element of elections, of who and whose policies uh, drive what occurs. David, what can you tell us about the redistricting efforts, how you see it coming out, whether you can speak to that, and, and, and what the efforts are on the Republican side? Sure. It's, uh, you, you're right. Every 10 years we do a census, and then there's a redistricting. Uh, and after the redistricting, every member of the legislature is up for election. Typically the Senate terms are four years and the House terms are two years, but after redistricting, the, they all run. So the, uh, the Senate uh, uh, terms, um, we're coming to the end of a two-year Senate term. So the Senates are like four, four, and two. So everybody's going to be up for election in their new districts. And what the law provides is that the redistricting plan has to be decided by the legislature, which means that the House and the Senate each pass a bill, uh, and the governor must sign that bill into law. And because we are divided... Uh, we're the only state in the country, by the way, that has a divided legislature, one House uh, Republican, one House Democrat. Um, the chances of the uh, House majority, the Democrats, and the Senate majority, the Republicans, agreeing on a redistricting bill, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say the chances of that happening are zero. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, and so they're not going to pass a bill, and the governor's not going to sign it into law. And what that means is that it goes to the court. And there is a panel that uh, the, the court will 
uh, hear evidence on different plans. It's made up of two judges appointed by Democrat governors, two by Republican governors, and one uh, I think was appointed by Governor Ventura. So it'll be a, a, a fairly bipartisan uh, collection of judges who will take evidence, take uh, have a hearing, and make a decision about that redistricting plan and what it should look like. I believe without you know, what I, I I don't have any inside knowledge on how the court is going to do these things. Uh, it'll probably be a decision that is issued early next year, early February, I believe, somewhere in there. Um, but I believe that it will be uh, not extraordinarily dramatic from what we have today. It'll reflect the changes in demographic, the shifts in where the population is, uh, which means as the central metro areas have lost a little population that'll geographically push some of those districts out into the inner ring suburbs and kind of cascade from there. But I, I, I don't believe that it'll have a, uh, a detrimental effect on the ability for Republicans to be successful. Um, Democrats are pushing for a change in the principles upon which redistricting uh, has traditionally been uh, decided. Typically in the past, we've had certain principles respecting geographical, political boundaries and so forth. And uh, the Democrats are now today arguing for uh, a new set of principles that reflect what they call communities of interest, which uh, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I think what they're arguing for is uh, a, a, a set of rules that would permit gerrymandering in their favor. And I'm hopeful that the court will not agree to that blatantly partisan effort by Democrats to change the rules. So I, I think what we'll see is a, is a uh, redistricting plan that will be uh, will, will certainly give Republicans a fair opportunity to be successful. And and I believe that under those uh, new districts that the uh, Senate Republicans will be able to hold their majority, uh, especially since there are two prominent former Democrats who've uh, become uh, independent or in some cases maybe becoming Republican up on the range, uh, Senator Bach and Senator Thomas Owen. And I think that the House, with a very narrow margin today, will be successful in overcoming that difference and being in the majority as well. So uh, we're hopeful about that. We, we think that redistricting will not be uh, detrimental to that effort. And uh, the real challenge for us will be if we can elect a uh, Republican governor. And I think we can. I think that we'll, we will make history next year in the sense that we'll have, for the first time in certainly my memory and maybe in some people's lifetime, uh, Republican majorities in the House and the Senate and a Republican governor, which frankly means that for the first time in a long, long time, Republicans will be able to govern. They'll be able to pass bills and get those bills signed into law, and we'll be able to make some progress on restoring Minnesota uh, to a more uh, small R Republican form of governance, which is which is the uh, the goal. You know, it's... Uh... It's it's interesting. You talk about the gains that can be made in the Senate, in the House, under the new lines, <clears throat> however they're drawn. Uh, uh, note that in Congress, in terms of our federal elected officials, currently there are four Republicans and four Democrats uh, in the House of Representatives representing Minnesota of the eight that go 
to Washington. Uh, we have two Democrat senators, U.S. senators, as you know. Uh, districts 2, 3, 4, and 5 are all represented by Democrats. And uh, depending on how these lines are drawn, it may allow uh, even more than otherwise districts 2 and 3 to be in play for Republicans going to uh, Congress. I do want to talk for a minute more with you, uh, Mr. Chair, about the governor's race. Um, you know, it's it's tough to unseat an incumbent governor. Tim Pawletti showed that even in a very difficult year with heavy headwinds, uh, he was able to prevail in part because of uh, some last-minute errors on the part of the governor and lieutenant governor team for the Democrats, but uh, and also the third-party candidate that you referred to. Uh, but he was able to prevail and, and ran a, a good race in that regard. Um, but it's hard to beat uh, an incumbent uh, uh, governor in Minnesota, particularly an incumbent Democrat governor. And Tim Walls, in, in many respects, while he has, and we've talked about it on this show many times, bollocked up the entirety of the COVID uh, response, uh, he somewhat fits the state, people are saying. And that's what that's what the word is. You know, he's a nice guy, and he uh, talks Minnesotan, and uh, he's a moderate, they claim, and he fits the state. So how are any of these Republican candidates going to be able to beat him? Well, I would say, first of all, that you're right. It's, it's difficult to defeat an incumbent, and I would also... The brutal reality is that Democrats have been more successful at statewide races in recent history than we have. So it's a uh, let's just acknowledge that it's going to be a a fight for Republicans to win. That being said, it is remarkable that when he made his announcement to run for reelection, his popularity or his approval rating was less than 50 percent. That's remarkable. It's remarkable for a first term governor entering a re-election campaign to be underwater politically. Um, That tells us something. And what it tells us is that he's not as popular as he'd like to think he is. I spent the last three years before I became the chairman of the party kind of out of politics. I was the executive director for the Minnesota Township Association. I spent a lot of time in rural Minnesota. And my sense was that in rural Minnesota, Tim Waltz is very unpopular. Uh, which, of course, uh, shouldn't surprise anybody. Republicans have done very well in outstate Minnesota. But the fact that he chose to govern by executive order, so to speak, uh, for, what, a year, year and a half, without advice or consent from the legislature, very, very unpopular. And the things that he enacted were very detrimental to uh, small businesses, independent businesses, uh, his refusal to take action when Minneapolis was burning to the ground because he didn't like the president, which at that time was Donald Trump. These are things that are going to come back in this next election cycle. And people are going to be asked to consider that. Do you really want a governor who's willing to sacrifice safety and security in Minneapolis for political I don't know, partisanship? Do you really want a governor who's so committed to governing without consent from the legislature? Do you really want four more years of that? And I believe the people will say no.
And yeah, and you know, very good point. We're talking to the chair of the Republican Party, David Hahn, and he makes the point that uh, law and order is going to be an issue in the upcoming gubernatorial election. And if the Republican can tie Tim Walls to Keith Ellison and the rest of the rabid left who pushed for eliminating the police department, eliminating them in the city of Minneapolis, tied Tim Walls to that, which, in fact, uh, you know, he, he supports that wing of the Democratic Party. Uh, it may give some real vote to uh, the Republican candidate, even in the metro, even in the city of Minneapolis. We're speaking with Republican Party Chair David Hahn. We're going to be right back with the chair, and we're going to do a quick round-robin on some policy issues on the other side of this short break, go to parkerdk.com. Stay with us. Rio River, where I learned to swim, but it brings to mind another time. AM 1280, The Patriot. A record of success, second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute, that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep. Even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that. And that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. The creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. 
That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. George Strait did this to me. <laughs> we're talking politics, Israel, and the law. And then uh, this week we're talking politics with Republican Party Chair David Hahn. Thank you for staying with us, all of you, coast to coast, live streaming and not. Join us on Facebook as well, by the way. We're going to have a lightning round, David, right now. I'm going to raise... A couple, three, four, uh, if we can, uh, issues with you. And I'd like you in 30 seconds to give us a response as to the Republican difference on that issue to the Democrats uh, and the impact on people. Just 30 seconds. Let's talk first economics. Spending, tax, and inflation. Where do the parties stand? Well, I think the Republican Party has historically stood for a low-tax uh, uh, regimen, uh, restraint on spending, living within our means, uh, and, and trying to make sure that the uh, uh, spending that we do engage in has a focused purpose and, and uh, uh, achieves the goal that it has. So I think that the, the, the economic, I guess, message for Republicans we, is that we want to do things that help encourage economic growth. Uh, and we believe that a uh, lower tax structure and a lower regulatory structure is what facilitates growth, and that we need to do that. And so, no, and, and no question about it, when government interferes in the market, it hurts the poor and the middle class. We talked about it on no rent question. control, and I'll say it again on inflation, as I have said a number of times. It hurts the poor and the middle class the most the Democrats appear not to care about. Uh, that, or at least don't understand the unintended consequences. Next issue, education. Where's the difference? We'll mention CRT in that. I think the biggest difference is that Republicans believe that parents have a significant role to play in their kids' education, and they ought to have the ability to have a direct effect on where their kids uh, go to school and have a significant voice in the kinds of things that are taught. Uh, Democrats typically want to turn that over to legislatures and teachers unions, and Republicans uh, are making a very strong effort. We saw that in Virginia. Let's return control of education to parents where it belongs. So I think what you'll see if we have a Republican majority in the House and Senate and we have a Republican government, we'll see a very strong movement toward real, meaningful school choice. And energy. What is the difference in the parties on energy policy? Republicans uh, want to see a broad uh, energy policy that is focused on providing the lowest cost, most reliable forms of energy. We're certainly not opposed to renewable sources, but we do have questions and concerns about the subsidization. We also have concerns on the fact that Democrats have consistently for decades opposed uh, the development of nuclear power, which is going to be the power of the future. And we need to start making preparation for that. And it's being has to be unreliable and low cost energy. And that's being seen across the world in a number of countries that it is the energy of the future. 
Republican Party Chair David Ahn, thank you so much for joining us this Sunday on the Victory Hour. We hope to talk to you next year as we get closer to the elections. Thank you for having me. Good to be with you. And you all out there, enjoy the coming week. Be well. Be with us next week and the following for Law & Order discussion. Till then, take care. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Happy. Happy. Happy 20. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.